We're coming straight off the back from yesterday, guys. And if you haven't listened to that one yet, go back and listen. It's a doozy. It's a doozy. It goes around in circles. It gets confusing. You're going to be listening to it thinking, what are you guys even talking about? Um, but, <laughs> Selling it. But Just sell it harder. But that's, that's honest to God, what that... Getting the idea for a startup is tough. No light bulb moment. Go back and listen to it. Today's show is all about you've got something that you want to do, mm-hmm. you're passionate about it. How do you actually start getting it off the ground? Like, where do you start a business? So, my question on that one then. Okay, this is James, by the way, that fired this question in. So, James, thanks very much. Um, it was a relatively short one, and it, it is got an idea. Yeah, this and, is for uh, an online business, but we'll we'll scope it out too. Well, you actually finished the last episode with just a little line that kind of made me think is, should you start with where you want to be or should you just always see where the idea can take you? I see what you're going with. Like, um, do you, should you always have the vision? So you've got the idea. Yep. Do you then have the vision of, I want to make this idea. I want to be this multi-international company all yep. over the world here there and everywhere are or you, is it just a lifestyle business that means that you don't have to do a nine-to-five are you building uh are you building a local convenience store or are you building walmart yeah sort of attitude and what do you want to do so i'm a real big fan of knowing what Vision. you what you want to get to mm-hmm. and then just reverse engineering that back to like what do i need to do today because i think that genuinely will change what the initial six, 12, 18 months of the business look like. I think some businesses inherently need money, like more money than you're ever gonna make in those first few years. Um, And and those tend to be sort of land grab plays around technology because very few technology companies actually make money in the first few years. They actually care about users more than revenue. So I think there's, there's two different things is Depending on the space that you're in, there's going to be natural limitations of what you need at that point in time for your business. Mm-hmm. I guess your question is a step before that is you've got the idea. Do you want to build a lifestyle business where it supports you and your family and you make 150 grand a year and you live a very comfortable lifestyle? Or do you want to build something that has a team of 50 people and changes an industry? And when people hear that, they go, well, I obviously just want to change an industry, 50 people, build a huge business. But they both have very, very... Lifestyle business called a lifestyle business for a reason. Like, it gives you a different style of life compared to everyone else. Mm-hmm. And it's, more, it's generally more comfortable to do compared to building a huge startup. So I would say definitely be really honest with yourself. And just take... I generally feel about this. Just take money to a side like what when you wake up in the morning what sort of lifestyle do you want do you want to be up at five o'clock jumping in a van driving in putting a 12-hour day in and Mm. doing that for five years working for uh, massively below market salary of what you should be earning with with the hopes that your equity means something in the fucking future so that bit salty then didn't i um (laughs) like that's what one path can be like or do you want to go into work and say, okay, today we've made uh, 1,500 quid 
uh, and that's in the bank and be very transactional and just go to sleep at the end of the day and go to work the next day, open the doors and do that business. And it's just you, maybe the wife and family, whatever it is. Understand what on earth you want out of life. And that sounds so woo-woo, it's unbelievable. And just like, oh yeah, what do you want? And then work with your goals. Da, da, da. Uh, I genuinely feel that now. Because without, like, there are sacrifices, and we're still a relatively small business, small team, but like, I generally miss my kids during the week. Like, yeah. I don't put Riley to bed like I want to. Um, but that's the nature of the beast. Um, so start, start with the end in mind, but when I say the end, it's, here's, here's where I'm going. I got there. If you're successful in the business idea that you've got, what does your day look like? Okay. And if you don't like what that looks like, stop now. Mm. Change the idea. Example: If I opened up a uh, a local cafe, okay, and it was really successful uh, and it did good volume, but every day I knew I was going into a cafe and managing a, like a restaurant or whatever, I would rather shoot myself. Regardless of the money <laughs> that spits off, I would rather shoot myself. Okay. Someone's, Stern words. Yeah, no, like, like, it's just not the it's not the way that I've envisioned my life going. Like, I don't want to be walking into a cafe and doing that world, or I don't want to be walking into a fixed place with a set of rules. But to some people, that is their empire. This single coffee shop that's what a thousand square feet. Yep, that is their world. That's and their... I love those people <clears throat> because those people know what they care about. Mm-hmm. Okay, and they make a mean cup of coffee. And they make a mean cup of coffee. Uh, and they're making sick money margin because there's great food, like all that good stuff. They know that and they love that. That's not me, okay? Um, I, I would much rather, where I see this in five years' time, I'm as, I'm as stressed or more stressed than I am every day now, but I have a great team around me and that's awesome. Like, I, I deal with that. My goal is, is in the next two to three years to start getting a bit more time with the boys as they get older. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is going deeper than I thought. I thought this would be like tactical of like idea validation and all this good stuff. But my idea now is sacrifice a lot of time for the first two, three, four, five years and then try and get some of that time back when, it, air quotes, it really matters to the boys when they're a little bit older. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> it, probably, it probably really matters now. And if so, I listen, she'll have a different story. Um, but work out what success looks like. And if you don't like what that picture looks like, stop. Mm. That's, that's it. Your, your vision is larger than la- larger than a single coffee shop but it frees up your time yeah there, there is a tipping point for me where I uh, this sounds so cheesy I, I want to get to the point where I buy back the time that I've given and I don't have to worry so build an infrastructure around me whether it, whether it looks like an exit of the business and I go and work for whoever buys us but on a 9 to 5 and I just enjoy a nice whatever that mm. is like I'm not going to be the guy that gets to 50, 100 staff, but just wants to keep doing what I'm doing, five till 10 or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Like that's genuinely not where my head's at now. I want to build something successful for the team and then ease back a little bit and get some more time with the family. But it's interesting though, because a, a single person can achieve the same result with a lifestyle business. So they put in minimal hours and make themselves comfortable but they don't have an effect on what your vision is it able to affect other people as well 
So you've oh, got people massive. in the team yeah, yeah. and you're helping them out as well. Whereas someone on a personal level or a selfish level can achieve the same result without yep. having to bring a team in. Yeah, and it's just something... <clears throat> when I was at school, I loved being captain of the team. Mm-hmm. I loved being captain of the sports team. Loved it. Uh, in the army... You like to delegate. That's what you're saying. <laughs> That's what you're saying. No, it, like... Don't say no. People... No, no, it's not, it's, <laughs> it's not, the, uh, it's not the delegation side. Like, maybe it's the ego side, but like, I like people relying on me. Like, that's where I'm at in life. Like, I like people relying on me. Um, that's what I wouldn't get out of a lifestyle business. Mm, if it's it was, just you. If it was just me. Because I did that for the first two years of expert trades, and I really struggled. I bought a dog because I was lonely. Like, I, I like team. I like people. Mm-hmm. I like building something alongside people, but I like the pressure of people relying on me. And like part of me is like, it's like mum, wife and best mate work for the business. Can you imagine what that's like when, when, when mm-hmm. revenue, middle of the month is like, <clears throat> we need some more revenue. Like that is what motivates me. And I wouldn't get that out of a lifestyle business. The ability to build something that impacts my circle. And even if it's like, if you work for me or not, or indirectly, like if, uh, if mum doesn't work for me, but this thing that I've built is successful to a point where it gives me the flexibility to help those guys, that's where I'm at. Like, I want to be the guy that supports. It's weird. I've never really but voiced this again, before. Again, that just reiterates the point that you need to know, um, well, you need to be able to look at what your life could be and if that's not how you want it to be. So if if the idea of having the pressure of people relying on you isn't something that you want, then you shouldn't be growing a big yeah, business yeah. that's got a team underneath I didn't think you. about that, yeah. If, if that, if that worries, if you heard that and like, I don't want people's like, I don't, your, your mortgage, mm. like s- sits here. Sits on, sits on your shoulders because yeah. you're my employer. Yeah, <laughs> and that's the same with any boss. Mm. And it's like. Uh, but if you don't like that, that's not, if you're the sort of person that worries, like I personally, I'm, I can manage myself, but the, the thought of someone relying on me is like, oh, fucking hell, I just need to let, let me be me. <laughs> I don't yeah, want yeah. someone worrying. I don't want to be worrying about someone else. <laughs> I, think, I didn't think about that, but in terms of if you're thinking about starting a business, but the idea of people relying on you to pay their bills, and that's what it is, mm-hmm. worries you or you don't want it, lifestyle's the way to go. And mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with lifestyle businesses. Like, I'd love to earn 150K. <laughs> mm, be nice. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's, that's sort of like the first step. I'm gonna go with is like just work out what success looks like. Does it scare you? Does it excite you? If it excites you, then you're on the right, right path. So you've got this idea. You want to build it into a big thing. Mm-hmm. Argument's sake. I would say then just work out what the natural limitations are around it and be realistic. And there's there's loads of stuff that I don't really hear people talk about. But I wanted to build a tech company, and I know I knew, but I don't done anything like front-end stuff in two years but I know how to do very basic coding mm-hmm. I wanted to build a technology company for the trades I needed a lead developer like understand what you can do and then work out can I can I grow this business on my own as in am I enough to get this product done and if not then you need to work out what the next steps are so if you're a salesperson and you're trying to build something that requires technology, even if it's not an app or something, you just need like a website that's got functions, then you either need to outsource it 
and I'm just looking at the questions in front of me and we've got something about how do I find reliable freelancers. Mm -hmm. So I won't yeah. dig into that. So I think the next step is like, if we had to build this path of like, validate what you want in life, cool, tick that box. Does it excite you? Yes, great. Then what do you need to actually get this thing built, started? Um, and for me, it was a developer at that point in time. Couldn't find a CTO, outsourced it for a couple of, year and a half. Very painful, very expensive. Um, and actually, from yesterday's show in terms of like the idea stage, it's like that. I just remembered like, I had the idea, but I couldn't afford it. So then I went and did loads of consulting. <coughs> and like, uh, I took, I literally, I, must, I can't remember how much I paid them, but the, the six and a half, every invoice plus expenses, and this was for, it wasn't even the full month, 6,700 quid a month I charged for the consulting plus expenses. And every fucking penny of that ended up being spent on uh, an agency to develop. Jeez. Yeah. Hemorrhaging. Just, it just, I got enough to pay my bills and the rest of it just went straight into, and, but that's what it took because I didn't have the, the developer. Um, so work out what you need around you. Um, and there's cool places for stuff like that. There's a, I can't remember what they're called, but if you just, it's like matchmaking for like founders. So if you are trying to build something that is going to require like a team, there are people like you that are the other side of the story. So there's like, if you're a sales guy, there's going to be a developer that wants to do a startup. And there's literally like match.com for fat, for wannabe founders. And that's what I was four years ago. Yeah, I, th I think as well, founders lab was one in, um, especially in today, everyone wants to collab and things like that. So I imagine a couple of years ago when you were starting out, things were just not as ideal as they are now. Like yeah. everything's easier now. Everyone wants to work with each other. Yep. It's just people can connect on an, on an easier level. But so. a, there is a big risk at that. It's like the people... I didn't have an actual co-founder because I did it myself for two years and mm. then we brought Ignacy in. Um, the people that you get into bed with on day one, it is harder than a marriage. We spend more time together than we do with our wives, mm. okay? Yeah. So, like, <laughs> I know. The, the, and ground level business, if you're building a team and you want a founder or a co-founder and there's two or three of you, we're really going deep on this, but it's probably going to be good, is... <clears throat> Do you know the thing we just spoke about around make sure that you know what you want? The annoying thing is, the really important thing though, is if me and you're starting a business and I know what I want, I can't force that down your throat. Mm. Is if you go, no, 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 I, I, like, I, just, I don't want staff, I just want it to be me and you and we want to earn I want 5K, 5K a month each and then just grow that gradually from there. I'm like, fuck that, I want 50 staff and I want to be earning 200 grand a year salary. Mm. like. If that if that hits like against each other, yeah, yeah, you're gonna clash. Yeah, you need to make sure that anyone that you're starting a business with. So I think we kind of took the assumption that it's gonna be one person building a business, but it's of often you need people, team, support, freelancers, whatever it is, mm. um, or found or co-founders. Um, so yeah, find the right people to build the team, and then it's gonna come down to money for most people. And I would say most businesses. All businesses. Would, would you would you recommend putting yourself under financial stress, whether it's in the form of um, oh, well, that's a big question. That loan. I, I suppose a loan investment slightly different. You're giving up per equity, but oh, equity's different. Yeah, because you're asking other people to back you. You're asking mm. for other people to take the risk. But you can still do that. That doesn't have to be some uh, investment company. That 
people it could be your family and friends family and friends around yeah normally like that's still way. a lot of pressure Does, it's more do you think, it's more than mid then of the ABCs if, if I've got 50k exactly. off my mum like I'm not like sorry mid if you listen to this but I'm not I, I will like I'll do 20 hour days if I've got my mum's money on the line that's different that's, more, that's worse so I, if I came to you and went Harry got this great idea I'm just really struggling can you just take three grand eight savings <laughs> Put it into the business and you're going to get a return in the next five years. Like, your money sitting in my bank mm. and watching it go down is, <laughs> is a lot more painful and, than VC and, money. And that's it. Do you recommend avoiding uh, that pressure as much as possible? As in, should, should people always aim to try and um, start a profit no. on most businesses? No, really impo- it's just too hard. Um, I think... You don't think most businesses can operate from day one profit no no definitely not um and the truth is is if you if it can then you're not taking enough risk if you're looking for the comfortable net of uh buy this for a pound sell it for one pound 20 and i will build my business off the profit of that 20 pence um then whatever that number is i don't think you're taking enough risk to be honest but that's just personal ambition but that could be on the lines of a lifestyle business though but i think if you're doing that then you will naturally have to have a have a primary job and then build that on the side until mm. it earns more money or at least has a has a balancing point of you take home uh, £1,500 a month in your day job your side business is kicking off a grand a month if you focused all your time on that it would do more so you quit your day job you're earning £500 less a month all of a sudden but then you can grow it mm. different story but I don't think you could leave your job and then start a business without funds behind you mm-hmm. um, so you mentioned something I just want to dig into it. I can't remember what it was. All the more reason to quantify, uh, qualify the job, the the business, if yeah. you're going to take a loan. <laughs> no, definitely. And, and like money comes in loads of shapes and sizes uh, in terms of... Coins, notes. Friends, friends and family, uh, personal savings. What I will say is as a, good, as a good measure for yourself to see if you're actually committed is if you've got five grand in savings in the bank, but you're still going to friends and family asking for five grand because you want to use their money to try your business, then don't fucking do it. Because if you're not prepared to put your own money where your mouth is, then don't do it. Don't ask friends and family for money if you're not prepared to put your own money in first. Um, and, and I could have just stuck to consulting because I, I, I took a really nice wedge, um, but I didn't. I put that into the business because that's what I wanted to do. And after looking back six months in and seeing how much money I'm paying, I thought, actually, I'm like, commitment. Like, that is, I clearly want to build this thing and it's validation. Um, but some businesses are going to need cash, like serious cash, depends mm-hmm. on what it is. Um, so technology plays, stuff that care about user growth and awareness and engagement are, are big long-term plays. But if you're trying to build that scalable company, even for stuff like that, my advice is going to be, Yes, what I was going to go down. Even if you're trying to build uh, something that you know is going to be very, very difficult to monetize until you've got substantial users. So think of, let's just take a really generic one, Instagram, okay? Instagram, but bought out in, a, I don't know, like 591 days or something down. But if you were building something that required thousands of users that you then sold ads against or insights or awareness against, I would definitely still bootstrap before you give equity away 
So that might mean taking a loan out, doing some work on the side, having cash to build the, the initial, what's called the MVP, so the minimum viable product of what that looks like. Not the polished version, not the all singing, all dancing product that you want to put into the market, <clears throat> but just to test if people actually want to use that thing that you're going to make. That's the validation, is before you ever go and raise money, you're in a much stronger position if you go, oh yeah, and uh, I want to raise 250 grand, but here's what I've done with two grand. Yeah. Uh, and I've got this product and I've put a bit of money into advertising and they're going to go, okay, so this guy's validated the product. He's, he knows how much it costs to acquire a user. Like all this good stuff, which we could go into in detail if we needed to. Um, the thing that you said is like qualify and then like validate the idea, regardless of whether you want to do a lifestyle business or a big tech company, I think is the golden rule. Okay, so you want to set up a CAF. How do you validate a CAF, Harry? Sell coffee on the corner of the street. <laughs> exactly. You, you, do, you get a pop-up, you get a tray, you get mm -hmm. coffee, you get a leaflet, you speak to everyone that walks by and say, hey, my name's Harry, I'm thinking about opening a coffee shop in this empty store behind me. Here's a free coffee, what do you think about the idea? Would you use it? Like you're gonna build like an audience of people mm. instantly and you're gonna get feedback. Yeah, no, I use the one down the road. Yeah, great, this town needs a coffee shop and you seem like a good kid, I'll come use this. Like you get, Why like, are we in New York? <laughs> like, but do you know what I mean? Like that, yeah. that's the stuff you validate it. So uh, when people think like validation, they think, oh, it's like a landing page and we'll put an email address in and then we'll send them an NPS, like all, like all this. Yeah. But you can do it with bricks and mortar as well. Simple thing is if you wanna, if you wanna sell a product and you, it needs tooling up or something, it needs manufacturing, go get a CAD drawing of it that looks really good. Put it on eBay for sale. Does anyone buy it? If they buy it, sorry, we're out of stock. Someone clicked buy and someone was prepared mm. to pay for your widget. Like that's all the good stuff that you can do to validate ideas. Um, so I don't wanna go down like that. Everything you do to build a business, from my perspective, and trust me, like it's not right, it's just what I think. Yeah. But to begin, I think we nailed it. Make sure you know what you want and then validate it. And if, and by the way, like you can bullshit yourself so easily. Like, don't bullshit yourself. Like, in what way? 20 people walk by you, and that one guy, I'm so happy that you're starting a coffee shop. We've needed one in this town for years. Your idea is brilliant. You're going to go the, home and the one, only. The one guy that agreed with your idea. You're, only, you're going to go home and think, what? To the wife, I've had such a good day. Like, this town needs a coffee shop. They've been wanting it. And you're just going to repeat what that one guy yeah. said. You can kid yourself so easily. Take a step back and actually look at the data. Like, be be honest. It's good. And deep, man. Mm. We'll wrap it up there. But um, I'm hoping there's follow up to this one because this this is like the big topic. This is like I want to do something, and I think majority of the people listening to the podcast are, are likely in a day job that want to do something on the side. So this is like for me, this is like the catalyst of getting a conversation going with the, with the members on Instagram, which is. Our startup show. So when this goes up, yesterday's and today's guys, if you've made it this far in the episode, you have to go find on Instagram, our startup show. This will be like um, starting a business, episode 117 or something like that. Go find us, our startup show, look for this and go into the comments and let us know what you think and then what you're struggling with. Cool. You can also email us. Hello at experttrade.com. Two T's in the middle, one S at the end.
And uh, that is all for today. Should we tomorrow? Tomorrow's? Pick a number, Harry. Let me just take this off. Wait for Wonderlist. How many questions? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Two. Top or bottom? Always from the top. <sighs> Cue the sarcasm. What entrepreneur inspires or motivates you? <laughs> Cannot wait. <laughs> See you tomorrow, guys. Ciao.